Global Broadcasting Networks presents Coach Talk Radio. Create the time, money, and lifestyle you want with tips, tricks, and techniques that get you started today from some of the best Internet minds in the business. Now here are your hosts, Internet brand strategist Sandra Beck. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great show today. We're going to be coaching today on health and wellness. Now, I know many of the listeners are single moms, uh, moms who work, moms who work from home. We've got a lot of guys that work from home. One of the biggest juggles I think we all have is lack of time. And I know I struggle with my kids and my dad and my work and, you know, everything that I need to do and then trying to prepare like nutritious and healthy food for myself and my family, as well as getting out and getting to the gym, it gets more complicated as we get older. And so I've invited um, a really, really great lady today to come on the show. We're going to do a two-part series. It's going to be part one this week, and part two will be next week on how to fight fat flammation. And this is a three-week program that can shrink the body's fat cells uh, for quick and lasting weight loss. And I've, I met Dr. Lori, Dr. Lori Shemek, who wrote this book, um, about a year ago, and I've employed a lot of her techniques, and it really is possible for you to get your nutrition and your weight and your uh, physical workouts under control. I know I had a really hard time with that, so I want to bring on Dr. Lawyery because she has helped me untangle a lot of this juggling as a mom, a company owner, working full-time. It's a lot. Dr. Lawyery, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. It's great to be back with you. Thank you. I just, you know, I'm one of your biggest fans, and I have been since I got a copy of your book last year. And for those of you that are listening, you know, while you're at work, Dr. Lori, what's your website so people can can click in and look and see who's who's talking? It is drlorishemek.com, D-R-L-O-R-I-S-H-E-M-E-K.com. Dr. Lori Shemek. Okay, so... Lori, one of the problems that I think we have as working professionals, I think everybody has it. You know, I, I talked to moms, you know, we were on a mom show last week, you and I, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's the lack of time today. And, um, how do we allocate that time? We're all only given the same 24 hours in the day. Exactly. And that's why it's important uh, to make sure that you have everything you need to set you up for success because we are all products of our environment, right? So if we're not setting our environment up for success, then the chances are we're not going to be as happy uh, with the outcome as we'd like to be. So what you want to do is you want to, first you want to get to know uh, what's going on inside. So if you're, for example, overeating, why am I overeating is a good question to ask. And by the way, it's always a great question um, or uh, technique rather to ask yourself a question. For example, if you're going to eat something, you ask yourself, how is this going to benefit me? Is this what I want? The outcome. And those types of questions that we ask ourselves really do lead us in the right direction. Um, but in terms of uh, creating time, that's, that's prioritizing your day. That's a very important part. And then um, being specific. You really want to be specific, especially when it comes to your health. Uh, because if you say something like, um, you just, for example, I'm going to work out more. Okay, uh, 
and you may believe it at the time you say it, but that isn't specific enough. So what I recommend people do highly is to, for example, if you want to work out, you put it into your calendar. You actually write it down. You're specific about the time and the day, and you're also, uh, the act of writing crystallizes it in the brain. Okay, so it, it actually, you're creating a stronger neuronal connection. And if you do this repeatedly each week, it happens. A habit begins to form, and it becomes almost seamless if you keep that in mind. Um, so it's really about thinking about what you need to do specifically. The kids have to be here at this time. You need to be here at this time, um, and you want to work out, too or you want to eat right. So part of uh, creating an an environment that uh, promotes success for you is also having the right foods and nutrition in the house. Because uh, I always hear people say, well, how can I stop myself from snacking on all the junk? Well, the first thing to do is assume that everything you bring home from the grocery store is definitely going in your mouth. Okay, even if you say, oh, that chunky monkey ice cream that I put in that freezer, I know it. you do know it's in the freezer, right? You know it's in there. So um, it's going to be eaten at some point by you. So it's really important to set yourself up for success. Well, and I think, you know, what you're talking about, Lori, too, is is slowing down a little bit. I know one of the things I needed to do, and, it, you know, it was my own, like, kind of adrenaline-fueled days that were shooting me around, and I just needed to take a stop, and I, I do now on Sunday nights. I take a stop, and I plan out my week, you know, and I just, it doesn't take mm-hmm. long. It takes me about 15 minutes with my planner. I use Franklin Covey's stuff because I've used that since, you know, college, but, you know, you can use any planner, but I started planning things out because a couple of things, you know, when you told me about like preparation is key and planning is key when I I was that person who said to you like yeah I'm going to work out more and I did mean it at the time right you do mean it right exactly right I do really and I was really you know intense about that but I forgot because I didn't write it down I didn't put it in my planner and what I found is there are days like I have my yoga classes on Tuesdays I have my you know softball on Saturday and Sunday you know I have my activity things then I put my workouts in and just the process of writing them down means that I can actively choose not to do something because something else is a higher priority like you know getting my kid to the doctor because mm-hmm. he you know broke his ankle like that I get I'm gonna miss my workout but it it keeps me from self-beating up about forgetting because right. if I didn't put it in my book because then like a month will go by and I'll look at something and go, oh, my gosh, it's been a month since I did this. It's been a month since I did that. And, you know, it wasn't through any other thing that life got in the way. I didn't put it down. So my thing is like I'd rather write it down and not do it then not write it down and forget about it because if i feel more in control i feel more like i'm making a choice at that point and i do the very same thing and it is so beneficial i can't stress it enough it is such a great thing to write something down and then follow through with it right so it's, I mean, that is the second part of it. So when you write down um, that appointment with yourself to work out, for example, to go to yoga or to spin class or whatever, honor it like you would a doctor appointment. 
And that's important information because if you don't honor it, then chances are you're not going to go there. But uh, a lot of it, like you said, you take the time out to do this, and it works beautifully. It truly does. And you want to be specific, okay? So it's not like um, on you write down on Monday, this week I'm going to work out. You want to specific time and a specific day that you're going to do something. And that involves your kids, too. So if you have children, you definitely want to make sure that their soccer's in there, your exercise is in there, uh, even your trip to the grocery store, your weekly trip to the grocery store is really important because that factors into your health as well, your, your well-being overall. Oh, it really does. Like, and I, I want to say two things about like the get rid of the junk mm-hmm. and then, you know, planning your grocery store. Um, I do my grocery store twice a week. I do it right after church on Sundays. You know, I'm right there so I can pick everything up and bring it home and cook and get everything ready for, you know, until about Thursday. And then Thursdays I have another trip that I go. Um, I have to be really diligent because I live mm-hmm. so far away from a grocery store. But I want to tell you something about get rid of the junk. Well, last week, uh, Friday, Friday night, my son, my older son, 12, had a sleepover, and his friends brought junk. You know, one brought like a like a bunch of Mountain Dew, like these little little plastic um, jars of Mountain Dew put together, and 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 then a whole bunch of other sugary stuff, things that we don't have in the house. Well. Three days later, um, a lot of it was left over. You know, they didn't finish it. And I noticed I was finding, like, these bottles of Mountain Dew around the house. I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? Who is drinking this? Well, my nine-year-old walked in. He's like, you know, his eyes were bloodshot. He's hanging his head to the side. He's like, um, you know, I feel really sick. I feel really sick. And I, you know, we have blood sugar problems in our family. Mm -hmm. So I took his blood sugar and his blood sugar was 309. This is a true story. Nine years old, his blood sugar was 309. And I said, what did you eat today? He ate the rest of the Oreos that were in the freezer. He had three of these 16 ounce bottles of Mountain Dew. I mean, it was like a junkie. Oh my Um, gosh. And then he ate strawberries. He had a banana. He didn't eat his lunch at school because he didn't feel well. And now, granted, I was working and I wasn't watching him as closely as I should have. But I don't normally think to watch about these things, Lori, because I don't bring them in the house. And right. then he ate a couple of these uh, like cupcakes that you open in the wrapper and then brownies with sprinkles on them. I'm like, he was he making up for himself. lost time. <laughs> yeah, for like a year of lost time. Right. Um, you know, and so we had a long talk and, you know, about that, you know, what you put in your body. And, you know, it did take him a, probably a day and a half for his blood sugar to go to back down to 87, which is normally where he's about. Isn't that something? But that's a great example of what a lot of children are going through. And I'm telling you, our children in our country are so overweight, they're obese, a large portion of them are and many children are one in ten children are now being diagnosed with a fatty liver so that's really important information to for you to talk about because many families do not realize how much sweets uh, how many sweets their children are eating on a daily basis well, and that's, you know, I know we've only got a couple minutes to commercial break, but that's mm-hmm. one of the issues I had because I, we do have blood sugar problems in my family, so I'm very diligent with me and my kids. But, you know, my kids have 36 kids to a classroom, so when you look at one parent bringing cupcakes or bringing a snack every time there's a birthday, then you add in, you know, the, the regular holidays that we use to celebrate sweets, it gets to the point where it's overwhelming. And if you're a working right. parent like I am and you can't watch your kids every minute of the day about 
about what they're consuming, you can't bring it in the house. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about some of these lifestyle issues and how, as busy working parents, we can not only help our kids, but help ourselves. Our guest today is Dr. Lori Shemek, How to Fight Fat Flammation. She's got a three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells. We're going to talk more about fat. We're going to talk about sugar. We're going to talk about what causes inflammation in our bodies and why we should care. So when we come back from the break, you're going to want to hear more about Dr. Lori Shemek. Her website, drlorishemek.com. We'll be back after the break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. You can have the best trainer in the world design an exercise program for you, but if you don't do it, it's not worth anything. You can join the most expensive fitness club in town, but if you don't go and exercise, it is worthless. To be a success in any exercise program, you must be consistent. It's the steady, constant exerciser who makes fitness and activity a lifestyle that excels and succeeds. Sometimes our busy schedules seem to prohibit us from exercising every day. So many people only work out one to two days a week and push themselves so hard that their intensity is too high. Even though this type of workout makes them feel good mentally, it is not the best way to exercise. It is better to moderately exercise in some form every day. Consistency is the key to exercise success. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business every way. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Coach Talk Radio, and we are visiting today with Dr. Lori Shemek, and we are talking about fat. We are talking about fat flammation. We are talking about how to live healthy in our busy, busy lifestyles, and I want to thank uh, Dr. Rona Brennan and Dr. Lori Shemek. These two women have helped me single-handedly beat a 20-year addiction to Diet Coke. I would have so much Diet Coke, Dr. Lori, and when when Zachy uh, came and drank all that Mountain Dew and had mm-hmm. headaches, didn't feel well and all this stuff, I really saw what 
eating clean versus putting these chemicals into our bodies, um, you know, whether it's soda or sugar or candy. I mean, there's a whole list of things. Um, and I'd like to start with um, this fat formation that you talk about. Mm-hmm. What is that? Fat formation is the, the actually the silent inflammation, if you will, of our fat cells. We have acute inflammation, which is very important. It helps us heal. It's that cut on the finger or that sprained ankle. Yes, it hurts, but it goes away, okay? It just it quickly goes away. The cut on the finger heals, the sprained ankle heals, and you're fine, and we need it. Without it, we wouldn't be alive. So that's an important part of our immune system. Unfortunately, sometimes things go a little haywire and we get something that sets up in our body called silent inflammation. And silent inflammation is the core cause of most illness, disease, faster aging, and now weight gain, we know. So these, this is very important information because before people were uh, leading lifestyles that were contributing to low-level inflammation in the body or silent inflammation, and they didn't even know it. And to this day, in fact, people do, do not realize that they have silent inflammation because the time that you do realize you have it is when the uh, symptoms or the health condition is rearing its ugly head. So 75%, in fact, of all Americans have silent inflammation and they don't know it. So diseases like heart disease and cancer and Alzheimer's disease, obesity, diabetes, these types of illnesses and disease uh, are a result of silent inflammation. And then we have fat formation, what I call fat formation, the silent inflammation of our fat cells. And our fat cells, we used to think our fat was just this jiggly mass that just kind of sat there and didn't look so pretty. Well, we now know that's different. We now know that our fat is, in fact, very much alive. It's our largest endocrine organ in the body. And it's actively sending messages to the brain to either release stored fat or to hold on to it and not let it go, okay? So a healthy fat cell is about the size of a period on the end of a sentence when it's healthy, okay? But uh, with the types of foods that we eat, this fat cell becomes bigger, more bloated, and more inflamed. And you can look at your fat cells like little factories, if you're overweight, that are spewing out inflammatory molecules. And this means that you're slowing down your metabolism, which means you're putting on fat. Your fat cells are storing more fat, and they get bigger and bigger. And that means that you are uh, spewing out more inflammatory molecules, and it becomes a vicious cycle. So uh, the key is, and the best news is, is that it can be reversed. Well, and I, I'm going to say this, you know, I've said this before on other shows, but, you know, my 82-year-old dad suffered from IBS from the 60s. You know, he was drinking mm-hmm. his Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke, Diet Soda, whatever it is, you know, from like 1965 on, who knows. And he always had irritable bowel. And one of the things that we did this year, based on both Dr. Lori and Dr. Brennan's recommendation, was to stop any diet drinks, stop any so- sodas. We just stopped soda, period. Um, and in three to four weeks 
he did not have any more incidents with irritable bowel. He could eat salad dressing, you know, like the vinegar would irritate it. You know, we had a list of all these things that would irritate it. Mm -hmm. And never once did we think about the diet sodas that he was drinking. And when we eliminated that, um, the IBS stopped. I mean, like magic. It took about three weeks, three to four weeks total, but we haven't had an incident since. That's amazing. Well, you know, uh, this is a great point you're bringing up because a lot of people believe that because diet sodas contain zero calories that it doesn't have any effect on your weight. And the truth of the matter is is that it's not about the calories so much. Uh, calories in, calories out is based on old science, uh, erroneous science, in fact, from the 1950s. So here we are. Uh, decades later, we now know through much research, quality research, that it is more about the quality of the food than it is the amount of the food. Now, yes, if you sit around eating 6,000 calories a day, you will gain weight. And the same is true as if you sit around eating 600 calories a day, you will lose weight. But the, the types of foods like diet sodas, for example, that contain zero calories, diet sodas store fat. They, they make your fat cells inflamed, and it makes your body want to store fat. You extract more energy or more calories, if you will, from the food you're eating when you drink diet sodas. And also, diet sodas uh, kill the healthy gut bacteria that we need to maintain a healthy digestive tract, to create optimal health in our life, to have better uh, moods, for example, and to lose weight. All of those things are directly tied to our gut health. And those artificial sweeteners just kill all the healthy bacteria that you have. And the sad part is, is that the very foods that cause weight gain and fat cell inflammation are the very foods that uh, our gut bacteria love to eat, the bad gut bacteria. Okay, that's what keeps them alive, like sugar, for example. And so when you eat sugar or white flour products, you are actually feeding the bad gut bacteria so that they are in abundance. And this is the weight gain. One of the main reasons people are overweight is because of the type of diet they're eating. Well, and everybody thinks, you know, like I had this conversation with my dad the other day because, you know, we do test his blood sugar daily. We all do. You know, everybody gets a blood mm -hmm. sugar test in our house being a family of diabetics. Um, and he said to me, he's like, oh, you know, Sam, I can't eat anything. Everything has you know, we, we use your book, you know, and, and we mm -hmm. have the list here for these things for fat formation, like sugar and artificial sweeteners, high fructose corn syrups, trans fats, refined grains, foods and high omega-6 oils. Um, and then, you know, that's just the kind of the checklist we look to stay away from. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is like 95% of the grocery store. And he's right. Mm -hmm. it, it's true. And that is that, that in the beginning when people first decide that they want to change their health or their weight, right? They are in a conundrum because they find it challenging and it's so hard, they say to themselves, to do this. But once you, you know which foods to stay away from 
and all the foods you get to buy that are really going to change your health and, and right away, then it becomes easier and easier. So most people are creatures of habit, and they buy the same foods from the same grocery store. They prepare the same recipes over and over, and they're, you're essentially living your routine. But once you, you start to... Uh, open your mind up a little bit and, for example, write that list down of things that you, you would like to try or new recipes that you'd like to, ingredients that you need to buy. Then you uh, start shaking things up a bit and you begin to change the bad prior bad eating habits and start thinking differently about your diet and your lifestyle. So it's Well and we made those changes, Lori, that you recommended, just so people know, we didn't do it cold turkey because that was really hard for a family of four. Right. And so what I did was I picked one thing in your book every week. Like one week I'm like, okay, we're gonna get rid of all the artificial sugar and we're gonna work on getting the sugar out of our lives. And so, you know, I stopped buying it, it stopped being in the house, I became more aware of it. You know, and then the next thing we hit was the high fructose corn syrup because that was hard. That was pancake syrup and in dressing. So I learned how to make some quick dressings. I mean, you can do it cold turkey for some people, or if you're like me, you can do it over a process of months. Um, I found the process of a couple months transitioning all this to be a little more manageable for me with my schedule. It is more manageable. For I, I actually recommend that people with families go slower at this. If you're single and it's just you or your partner, then it's easier, all right? But if you have a family and they're not on board with everything that you're buying or you're eating, then it's great to transition slowly because then they get used to it, you get used to it, and there, aren't, there isn't any complaining about the food. So um, you want to, for example, if they're used to eating white rice, you start mixing it with different types of um, whole grains or uh, brown rice, for example. You can change things up. It's okay to start thinking differently about your food and how you want to make it. Um, and it's also really important for children to be uh, exposed to different types of foods as well. I know that. Well, and I find like one of my tricks, Lori, and then I need mm-hmm. to take us to commercial break. Like when we did the rice switch, you know, the kids were like picking at it, pushing it around the plate like it was radioactive. <laughs> and I, you know, and I, they're like, what is this? What is this? And I'm like, oh, this is rice. And they're like, it's not the rice we usually have. And I just said, oh, that's because they didn't have the rice we usually had. So just eat it. Well, then the next time we had it, it wasn't a foreign substance. They, they're like, oh, you still got that rice left. Just eat it. Well, by the time we finished the bag, like four weeks later, nobody, including me, even noticed the difference. So Isn't it amazing? It is. It's I know. Amazing. It's just like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, Dr. Gray, I'm going to take us to commercial break. Your book is How to Fight Fat Flammation, a revolutionary three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells for quick and lasting weight loss. I'm going to add on top of that, um, it's going to help you, you know, lose weight and help your children get proper nutrition um, so they can grow in a manner that is smart, that is, you know, nutrition-based. This isn't some, you know, you know, kind of wacko diet that we're going to put you on. This 
this is based in in nutritional principles and for somebody like me who cares about her body cares about my dad and my kids and my friends because I, I make everybody get a copy of Lori's book and you guys should too <laughs> I have not been paid to promote Lori's book. I want to make that clear too but it has been a great um, Thank you. like like one of my little food bibles that I keep in the kitchen so um, we'll be back with Dr. Lori after the break In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelove live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Coach Talk Radio, and we are here with Dr. Lori Shemek with my favorite weight loss and and uh, smart eating, uh, smart lifestyle book, How to Fight Fat Flammation, this three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells, but I'm going to let you in on a secret. I don't look at it as a three-week thing. I look at it as three simple steps, and if you want to learn three simple steps to get your nutrition and weight under control in a smart way and help your family and friends, uh, this is 
is the book for you. Um, and as always, I'm very honest about certain books and I will point out, you know, where I struggle. And Lori, one of the struggles that I have with this now, I get it. I read your book cover to cover two or three mm-hmm. times. I understand the concept. I have cleaned out my kitchen. I've cleaned up my cooking. Um, one thing happens to me and I don't know why it happens. And I figure if it's happening to me, it's going to happen to somebody else. I bought my supplements and they're just, you know, regular, like, you know, like the vitamin D, the CoQ10, you know, the, the list that you gave me. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy to buy. I actually bought two sets. I put one in my upstairs bathroom and one down in my office just because when I'm running around like a loser. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes I still don't take them. And I don't know what on God's green earth makes me so pigheaded. It's just <laughs> a little handful. And I don't do it for like three days, four days. Then I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not feeling so great. And then I go back and do it. What is wrong with me? Like, I know I'm not the only person to, to do this. It keeps it works. No, you, and then I you, stop. You're, you're, it's very common to do that. In fact, people do that with their medication, important medication they're supposed to be taking, life-saving medication, right? And so it's easy to do because it, we consider it um, uh, just an aside of our life because they're small, okay? But remember we talked about scheduling things in your calendar? That is something you need to start scheduling. That would be so after you eat breakfast, that goes into, okay, take supplements. Just until it becomes a daily ritual, then it becomes a habit eventually. So once you do that, you write it down, which is important for that neuronal connection to occur. Then you take your supplements after you eat breakfast, for example, and uh, then it happens easily down the road. See, that's what I needed because right now what I've done, you know, and I only started this this month and it's only like the 20th of April. So I, I mm-hmm. won't say I'm only 20 days into it, but I made this sticker that sticks on my day planner each day so I can check off. Like I put vitamins and fiber. Did I do my 30 minutes hit cardio, my full body stretch, which that's I good. need to do because I'm like crazy. But I mm-hmm. put like 120 ounces of water, 50 carbs or less, and then meditation and prayer because those are the wow. things that like, but I forget. And if they're not in my planner, right? like, I just, I can't, you know, but what I found is that, like, in between two things, I can go, you know what, I have 30 minutes right now to get in that cardio I didn't get in the morning, or I could do my full body stretch, or I could go and, you know, drink some water. Like, these things are not, like, this is the one thing that I want to say about your book. It's not rocket science. You know, you don't need a PhD to execute this you just Mm -hmm. need to make some changes and do it on a regular basis um and i found that when i added like meditation and prayer into your program more on my end than on your end um and just kept these like little key points in mind it helped me it helps me to get better on track because I think when you have a program like this especially there's so much to learn like I couldn't get it all in the first read through right there is and it's you know but the thing about it is is there's the checklist of the food that you can that you you know it's the key is getting familiar with the the 
types of foods if you're not uh, used to eating. So if you're used to buying certain, as I mentioned earlier, we're creatures of habit, right? Or we buy the same foods and cook the same meals. Well, this means that now you're start you're going to have to start buying different foods and cook differently. And so people panic at that, and understandably. But the thing about this is that. Um, there are you it, the meals and the snacks for three weeks are really just templates, if you will, for your for your own resource. Okay, it's more. I want really want the reader to make it their own, be creative, because then you buy the things you like. Once you know what kinds of foods you can have, which are there's an enormous amount, uh, then you can make it your own and you'll eat it. A lot of people, unfortunately, uh, panic when they hear the word diet or they hear the word uh, or they decide they're going to lose weight. They go into panic mode because that means it's not going to be fun or it won't taste good. Well, this isn't about it isn't dieting at all. What we're talking about today is really about changing from an inflammatory diet to an anti-inflammatory diet. Well, and that's what I loved about it. Like, and you know, I will say, you know, for anybody that's interested in buying this book, like what I did with your complete food list on the back, mm-hmm. I just took a picture of it on my cell phone. So I have that with me when I go grocery shopping. And if I'm not sure, I mean, I used to get, carry your book in with me, like a total nerd, like with my book, <laughs> you know, open in the baby place where you put the baby and I had my book there and I'm studying. That is so looking. cute. Um, <laughs> I love you know, that. But I really, truly was trying to, to, um, you know, really trying to learn this. Yeah. And I found it was so much easier just to take that food list picture on your phone and just bring it with you. Because then you always tip. have it in your phone. Right. That's a great tip. And so we want to be aware of what we want to change. And so when we do that, we we have to know why we're changing, right? So it's important to know, well, we want to lose weight. We want to get healthier. And then we want to figure out, um, if say, for example, we want to change the, the bad ways we eat, we want to figure out why do I keep eating sugar every day? And then most people will say, well, because I'm addicted to it. And then you know that you need to, you know, figure out how you're going to slowly taper off sugar or if you'd rather cold turkey, but I don't recommend that. So you want to figure out how to slowly change your eating habits and and also your exercise habits as well. So you want to make things healthier for you and your family. And this is where being specific and um, writing things down are really critical. Why does, like, and, you know, this is uh, just, a you know, an aside here, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love, what I liked about your food list is I was like, oh, gosh, I forgot there were so many things we could eat, because, you know, we do, we always, like, we, we, I go to the grocery store, I pick up the same things, and, you know, your food lists made me realize, like, oh, you know, I could, I could order, you know, haddock or, or monkfish, like, you know, it's right, right there in the fish market, it's not like, but it just never occurred to me, because I'm, like, on autopilot, but one of the things that, I noticed is, and my dad was the one to notice because he loves ham, and I noticed that there was no ham in the meat list. Why is that? That was left out by probably the copy editor, but I had it in there originally because if you notice, prosciutto's in there. 
And well, for I she- saw that, and I'm like, yeah. eat, and I'm like, there's no ham. So I didn't right. think ham was something that, like, <laughs> no. I should eat because we love ham. No, ham is fine. Ham is great. Yeah, I love it, too. You know, and, you know, there's, it's also nice to know that you can uh, make things for your children, for example, that don't take a lot of time. You know, things that it's about putting things together, but there's in this three-week plan, um, it, it will tell you exactly if you're sensitive to certain um, grains, for example, like gluten, wheat, like the gluten in the wheat, um, or other if you're sensitive, sensitive to dairy, for example. Uh, this three-week plan will do that. And a lot of people have issues with weight gain many times because they have a food sensitivity. Interesting. The one thing I will tell you that I thought also was really fun that both the kids and I enjoyed, and, you know, we just went to TJ Maxx and Ross Mm -hmm. and and Walmart for these. We had so much fun, I have to tell you, buying, and then we went to Amazon for these thermals. We had so much fun buying our lunch kits this year Um, because in the past, you know, sometimes we use like an old bag or, you know, like a lunch bag or whatever. But now that like Max goes to lunch every day with a little chopped salad and then he's got his little dressing made by me on the side and then he's got his ham or sometimes like he'll have um one of those little thermos like like we had as a kid a thermos and it'll be filled with you know cauliflower rice with some teriyaki chicken kind of over there all oh, you wow. know, made by me but he wow. loves it and the kids love it and i had so much fun shopping for it like there is so much out there if you want to eat healthy and, and right. go to lunch take your lunch with you like there's no excuse it's not like the old lunch boxes that we grew up with no, I mean, it's totally different. And the fact that you're a great example of a busy mom, a single busy mom, feeding her family right, okay? So you can do it, and you're taking time out for exercise. You really get an A+. Plus. I'm serious. You have your... Uh, taking care of every aspect of your life that's important and um and it shows too as well Well, so i mean i'd like to get my gold star (laughs) (laughs) so you know that yeah and and you can make the foods for your children and it doesn't take a lot of time so you you might want to you know take like the the, um, um cheese sticks for example and slice them up into little pieces and then arrange them on a wrap, right? A whole wheat, a small one. Put some marinara sauce on there and you've got little cheesy pizza rolls, for example. You can put those in, in their uh, lunchbox or make a, um, cucumber cream cheese small pita for them, a snack. They can eat on the way to a sports event or afterwards. So these things are, um, easily done and don't take much time at all but it's about that planning and preparing we initially started with just making sure your environment's in order because you are a product of it and that you have the stuff on hand well and i'm going to give when we come back from the break i'm going to give some of my like single mom tips because they work for any busy person i don't care if you're a mom a dad i don't care if you're married or single or divorced or young or old these are some tips that i found to be really helpful for my family and i've been working on dr Lori's stuff for i think over a year now i can't imagine it. it's either almost a year or over a year um so i am excited to give you these tips when we come back from the break our guest today is dr Lori shemek uh the book that we've been 
been talking about is how to fight fat formation, the three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells, but I'm going to clue you in and tell you it's really just a three-step uh, process of things that y- you need to do. Uh, Dr. Lori's website is Dr. Lori Shemek, L-O-R-I-S-H-E-M-E-K. You're going to want to get a copy of this book. Um, like I said, take pictures, keep them on your phone of this book, carry it where you go. Uh, it really will make a difference. We'll be back again after the break. and sacred rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. According to Fitness Magazine, the majority of us are getting enough protein. Most nutritionists agree that active women need about half a gram per pound a day or approximately 65 grams for a 130-pound woman. The USDA reports that most of us, even vegetarians, are eating 69 grams of protein daily, so we are good. If you are as active as recommended and exercise for more than an hour, five or more days a week, you should increase your protein intake to 0.75 grams per pound. Eating protein within 30 to 45 minutes after you work out rebuilds and repairs the micro tears in muscle tissue that occurs when you exercise. Taking in protein right after you work out will make you feel less sore the next day and increases your lean muscle mass. I'm Annette Hammond. Taking care of business every day. Taking care of business everywhere. 
Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here on Coach Talk Radio, and we're visiting with Dr. Lori Shemek, who wrote the book, How to Fight Fat Flammation. Now, I'm going to give you guys some tips that I found in working Lori's program over the last year. Uh, when I first started doing your program, Lori, I was really diligent, but what I found difficult was transporting some of the food. Like, you know, when I was on the run or the kids taking lunch to school mm-hmm. or snacks after soccer, and I found myself going through like a million little baggies and um, then I was going through my existing Tupperware and that was really frustrating and so I got it down to a science now and I'm going to share it with everybody. Oh great. Um, I, thank you. I have three sets of uh, colors. I have a set of blue, a set of green, and a set of pink and Max is blue, Zach is green and mine is like the pink or red ones and I have two exact sets so we like one little, will hold a little sandwich, one will hold a little salad you can find these at Walmart, Target uh, TJ Maxx, you can go online and look for salad kits, salad essentials, that's kind of what I looked for and they come with a matching spoon so I know whose is everybody's and if somebody loses their spoon, I know what kid to go back after and say hey don't throw your spoon out or whatever it is so um and i really didn't want to get into the use of disposables Lori, because it was very expensive mm-hmm. and it created a lot of trash and i don't want to i don't want to have a healthy family only to kill the environment and the reason i bought two sets was that sometimes i'm tired and i don't get to the dishes so if they come home with a dirty lunch box i can rinse it out but if i don't have time to rinse out and you really got to wash the salad stuff good because of the salad dressing right um I find it great to leave one set there, pull a clean set out of the cabinet, and I actually got rid of some of my dishes I don't use, and I stored them in the garage, and I made a lunch shelf. So the lunch oh. shelf in my cabinet has the three lunch boxes, like mine, Max, and Zach's. Then it has everything stacked up neatly, and then I, I was a little OCD. I even bought the little thermoses for hot food um, in the same colors. So I know this is Zach's, this is Max, this is mine. I know how many portions to do, like, automatically. I don't even have to think. Um, and that having the transport materials was really important for me to be successful in your program. And then the other uh, two things that I thought were really important is I, I photocopied your food list and I stuck them on the inside of my pantry. So I can kind of look down and have a cheat sheet to look at what I need or what I'm out of. And then number two is I've made a go-to list, and that's on the inside of my lunch cabinet. So when I open the cabinet and I'm either really tired in the morning or wiped out at night, I can look and go, okay, yeah, I could make bean burritos. Yeah, I could make little pinwheels out of tortillas. You know, I've got a whole bunch of my little cheat recipes down. And I know it sounds silly, but when you're really tired at night or you just don't want to make one more decision, like that's where I got to Right, right. No, I, I mean, that's, that's so true. I and that's where you're most vulnerable. Most people are most vulnerable is when they're upset, when they're tired, when they're you know, they're just they don't want to make one more decision, and they're busy. That is fantastic. That's fabulous, actually. Great tips. I love that. Yeah, it's it very it's very important, as I mentioned earlier, to um, you know fail proof your house, fail proof your office. Make sure that you set yourself up for success, and you just did that. You have been doing that. That's fantastic. Well, I did. I had to get rid of the junk Mm -hmm. in my office, and it's really hard sometimes. Like, you know, my old office that I worked in, um, one company would buy, like, two boxes of Krispy Kremes every morning and put them in the break room. (laughs) And 
you know, I finally like went to the manager and said, you know, we're kind of a visual business at the time. It was real estate. And I'm like, you really don't want like 200 pound real estate agents, you know, <laughs> clumping around Beverly Hills. I mean, it was just really <laughs> blunt about it. That's fantastic. So maybe you could ask this vendor who's so wonderful in bringing us snacks to bring us things that are actually good for us, like maybe fruit platters or vegetable platters. And they did. They switched it. And everybody was wow. like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad. And the number one reason why, Lori, everybody agreed. We all had no self-control. Like yeah, I love that because that, that's a great segue into why you need to set yourself up for success. Why put something there in front of you? And kudos to you for having the bravado to go to him about that. But, yeah, you want to no, make sure that every... Pants. <laughs> it was my pants that made me go up there. It so was let's be real. Pants. Go ahead. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's very important to take control. It's And the truth of the matter is, really, in the end, is that we control the food, not the other way around. But we have to believe that we do, and that's the key. So learning how to do that, just taking the time to set yourself up for success, teaches you that, you know what, I don't need that stuff. Um, you, you lose the addiction to that junk, and you feel healthier, you feel more energetic, you actually begin to feel amazing, and you have the energy to take care of your kids and want to. And so it's it's the best gift you could ever give yourself is health well i think so and i think you know one of the other things that moms like you know kind of yap back at me for um when i talk about this stuff and i actually did this story um you know they were talking about like well it's so expensive to eat healthy it's so expensive to eat healthy well i challenged one of my girlfriends who she's not really my friend i don't really like her that much but i challenged her anyway um because she's always like yapping back at me like well you don't know you don't know and i'm like okay so i told her take a price of a box of cereal a price of a box of cookies a price of a bag of chips and a price like of a bag of soda just those four items like a cereal mm-hmm. is about 450 425 a box cookies mm-hmm. are about 350 chips are two to three dollars and sodas are between a dollar and a dollar fifty usually for one of these things so you're looking at 13 14 dollars worth of junk let's just say just 13 14 dollars worth of junk that's not even including candy and other snacks and then walk to apples and oranges and grapes and when people say oh my gosh my grapes are like two dollars a pound you're not going to eat 14 dollars worth of grapes like you're right exactly right and And veggies i mean veggies too you you know it's it's amazing to me and you're not the only one to have offered that experiment out there are people that actually you know show tally up um, I can find infographics for you where you can show that it's much more expensive to buy junk food and to live that way than it is to eat health, a healthy diet. Right. Like I cut up for breakfast, I cut up some oranges and I put some fruit the night before in my pitcher of water and I put it in the fridge and that's what we have to drink in the morning. And yes, we do drink orange juice, but we don't drink a lot of it. We do drink milk, but we don't drink a lot of it. Our primary source of liquid is water or flavored waters. And when you look at throwing a couple of strawberries, a lemon and and a Mm -hmm. little bit of oranges in a tub of water to feed five people in the morning, and then you look at how much orange juice or milk or, you know, those other breakfast drinks or whatever, it's not even close like i don't know how that it's a myth it's a myth that eating it is a myth it is a myth you know uh and your kids they're not complaining 
they love what they eat, correct? Most of the time, they're kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. Right. Like, you know, right. they're, they're, today, you know, we love mangoes. Tomorrow, they taste like snot. You know, that's right. <laughs> they're 12. That's what they do. Um, but from the standpoint of it wouldn't matter what fruit I gave them, it wouldn't matter what vegetable I gave them, it wouldn't matter if I give them a bag of chips because they'll eat the chips and then they'll be like, well, I don't like those kind anymore. I want a different kind. So actually variety actually does help in our household a little Mm -hmm. bit. It's not that the kids don't like it. They're kids and kids Mm -hmm. are going to like and not like it. So you can't just rule out that your kid doesn't like green beans or your kid doesn't like it because they had them once and declared they didn't like them. That's just being a kid. Right, right. Yeah, and they, you know, and it's important to, to for adults as well to have uh, variety in your life and in your diet. So that's a great example. See, kids are teachers. Right, and the one thing that I do love, and I, I don't know if I learned it from you or Dr. Brennan, but somebody told me, one of you two told me on these shows, is not everything we have to eat, or not everything we eat has to taste great. Like, it can just taste okay. It can taste like, hmm, this is a little sour, this is a little bitter. Like, I think, you know, the American palate especially is is been conditioned that mm-hmm. if it's not super sweet or super salty or super fat, fatty, like it doesn't have any value. And when I said to my kids, just eat it. Remember, not everything you eat has to taste great. Like not everything that, is a cupcake. That's right. And that's very true because you're looking more at the quality of your food and the effect that food's going to have on your body and your weight. All right, because they do go hand in hand. And uh, so if you look at food more from that aspect as well as not assuming that everything has to be super sweet or, you know, super salty or super fatty, then you're on the right track. But like you mentioned, we Americans, we are, and it's not our fault, we are addicted to sugar, we're addicted to junk food. The food manufacturers know this. They know, for example, that sugar is like crack and that you're coming back for more. So they sneak it into these products and you go and you buy ketchup. Ketchup has sugar in it. You buy chicken broth. All chicken broth has sugar in it. Why? Who knows? Uh, but salad dressings, etc., and the list is on and on. Whole wheat bread, for example. Whole wheat bread can raise your blood sugar as much as two tablespoons of sugar, and that's staggering, especially when you think about the well-meaning families that are going out there shopping for whole wheat bread, and they're buying it, but they're feeding their families something equivalent to a candy bar in bread. So it's really important for uh, people to begin to look at what they're putting into their bodies. Look at those labels. Look at the ingredient list. If you see sugar on there, um, then as one of the top ingredients, then you need to look somewhere else. Dr. Lori, thank you for being a guest today on Coach Talk Radio. Your book, How to Fight Fat Flammation, Dr. Lori Shemek, this revolutionary three-week program to shrink the body's fat cells for quick and lasting weight loss. I'm here to tell you it's really just three easy steps. You guys can get a copy of this wherever books are sold. I encourage you guys to prep and prepare and plan and create the best possible life for yourselves because, quite frankly, getting sick is expensive. If you get sick, you can't work. If you're not feeling 
well, you're not productive. So why wouldn't you invest in your health the same way you invest in your business? This is Sandra Beck from Coach Talk Radio. We'll be back again next week with Dr. Lori Shemek and our Fat Formation episode part two. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening. On behalf of Sandra Beck and Scott Frazier, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques from Coach Talk Radio.